This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. How's it going, everyone? I'm Josh Bottigas, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. On this week's episode, I decided to invite the two most influential people in my life onto the podcast. For many of us, our parents are the biggest influences to our lives, and this has definitely been the case with me. Throughout my entire life, my parents have been nothing but supportive in whatever I have decided to pursue. Whether it's sports or the fine arts, they were always right by my side, giving me the reassurance when I needed it most. The title of this episode is Helping Others, and that was inspired by something I experienced with my parents last February. On February 1st, earlier this year, my parents and I went to the musical Come From Away in the Civic Center in Des Moines. For those who haven't heard of this musical, it's about a town called Gander in Newfoundland. On the 11th of September in 2001, an unspeakable attack happened in the world. When we hear this date, we often think about the World Trade Centers. However, there's another part to the story that most people, including myself, fail to think about. Everyone else that was flying that day. When the attack happened, the US airspace was closed, leaving international flights stranded. A majority of these flights were directed to Gander, a town of about 10,000 people. Within the matter of a couple hours, the town nearly doubled in population, with 38 flights being redirected to that location. The next couple of days after the attack happened, the U.S. airspace remained closed, leaving these people stranded in Gander. The way the natives stopped their lives to help these foreigners was very inspiring, and I hope to explain how incredible people can be with this episode. So, without further ado, allow yourself to escape from your life for a little while and enjoy this episode with my mom and dad, Angie and Wayne. We're back and we're on episode seven. I'm really excited about this episode because I'm talking to two of the most outstanding people in my life. Mom and dad, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Not a problem, Joshua. Glad to be here. Yep. It's all part of parenting. We're here for you and we'll give her insights, see what we can share with everybody. <laughs> to start this off, I want to talk about this tradition that we've had going on for the past four to five years. So something really cool that we have started to do since I was a freshman in high school was towards the beginning of every year, either in January or February, we would buy tickets to a Broadway musical that was coming to the Civic Center in Des Moines. And I know that was really something I looked forward to every year. Yes, it was something um, that I thought it was fun that the three of us um, always did together. We knew it was something that was a huge interest to you. And I think as we saw the interest in you, it really became more of an interest and something that we enjoyed to share with you. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Joshua, with you being in the fine arts and going down there and actually seeing professional performances, how much you enjoyed it made me enjoy it that much more. And it's just become a tradition to where it's something we really look forward to. And for that half a day that we take off for this, 
we escape from everything and that's all we focus on. And for the week after that, we talk about it all the time, how much we enjoy it. And that's part of life, just enjoying the moment we're in. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you kind of hinted to that too, that I've grown up, I've loved theater, high school, I really got involved with it. And I've found that theater opens us up to so many different aspects of life. It can portray different messages in so many different ways that regular conversations aren't able to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. We as parents watch you grow and develop. And this is one way that it just glowed in your face, these performances and stuff. You know, we've seen a variety of performances and you just loved every one of them. And so did we. It's really something, an escape. Instead of going to the deer stand, we go to the theater. It's just... (laughs) escapes we have in life yeah and you mentioned that we've seen a variety of different shows and the one show that stuck out to me i know i mentioned it in the intro is come from away the one that we saw this past year i still listen to the music today from it because i've downloaded the music to the show on my phone and in in fact last week when i drove home that was what i listened to on my drive home it's something that always triggers something emotionally within me because it shows the beauty of human nature. So to kind of give people a little understanding on what this show is about, I want to read the quick synopsis of this show. So Come From Away is based on a true story of the time when the isolated community of Gander in Newfoundland played host to the world. What started as an average day in a small town turned into an international sleepover when 38 planes carrying thousands of people from around the globe were diverted to Gainver's airstrip on September 11, 2001. Undaunted by culture clashes and language barriers, the people of Gander cheered the stranded travelers with music, an open bar, and the recognition that we're all part of a global community. So that's a really quick rundown of the show and simply that little explanation of it doesn't do it justice when you're in the environment of experiencing the music and all the lighting and really the message that is being portrayed. Yes, it it truly was an amazing show. A lot of the actors and actresses in it just truly put on a phenomenal performance displaying their feelings at that time, you know, their fear, their, you know, anxiety of just everything that was happening so fast at that time. And we, you know, we can recall 9-11. To us, I mean, we didn't even really know that this had happened somewhere, you know, outside of the United States. And just to think of what everybody went through at that time, trying to be there for others was truly amazing. I agree with mom. 9-11, you weren't even around to understand or realize what happened. This is a story that took place during that time that we were unaware of. But having lived through that and listening to this performance of what this village went through was just absolutely amazing. That's just one of the small segments in life and in the world to where tragedy happens, it's amazing how people step up and how people change and how willing they are to help others. Yeah, exactly. Um, This show really showed how tragedy can sometimes be a beautiful thing because it brings out the best in people. Like with this show, 
it's based on a true story and people in Gander literally dropped their lives for these couple of days and didn't get any sleep just to like it said in the synopsis play host to the world like be a welcoming community for these people who were stranded there that were scared out of their wits yeah that's a very good point with that you know a community that's just overflowed by several different cultures and they're trying to make the best for everybody because not only is it taking them out of their norm but those other people are in fear of their life of what's going to happen how am i going to get back to normalcy and these people tried to put them at ease and comfort and tried to welcome as best as they could. That was the one part of the show that I think was most interesting was how there was such a vast difference in the cultures that were there because it was people from all over the world. But in the end, they all came together and showed that we are just one big family here. Yes, we can break people up into cultures, but at the end of the day, people are people. Yeah, and that's one thing, I mean, it truly did show how everybody just came together because they were all trying to get to the same goal, right? Everybody just wanted to get home, you know, was what they were wanting to do. And people that didn't know each other were right there helping each other, were, were there calming them down and giving them words of positivity to, you know, hey, we're going to get through this. We're going to get home. You're going to get back to your family. We're all in this together and we're going to fight it together. I mean, it was truly an amazing performance. And one more thing to add to that, Joshua, watching the performance, listening to the different cultures and everything, I think we can kind of relate to one central message that no matter where you're from, what culture you're from, the ultimate goal is happiness. And happiness sometimes take it, takes tragedy to bring it out in everybody. But I take that away from that performance also is the people were just looking for happiness. And they did the best of their ability to create the happiness. I love that you brought that up because that kind of hints at something that I have planned to talk about later is how we find happiness with helping others. But this show really showed the beauty of human nature when we see people are struggling it brings out the best in us because we want to help them as human beings. Our kind of basic human nature is to help those around us. Yeah, that, that's so true. I mean, truly the act of just being a genuine human being is sometimes just putting yourself out there and helping somebody else. And it doesn't have to be anything real big. It can be just small gestures and it's amazing how just being that human being can and does help others get through their bad time that they may be having. Yeah, this show had so many different aspects to it. I know I mentioned the kind of big thing with the uh, different cultures, how they kind of clashed at first, but in the end, how everyone came together as one. But also on these planes, there was animals and everything that people had to take care of. And the trouble with the plane sitting there on the runways and just being parked for those amount of times, the show brought up the problem of how this airport wasn't accustomed to that much traffic there, that many aircraft being parked there for that amount of time. And it even mentioned how one plane started sinking into the asphalt. And then at the end of it, there was a hurricane coming towards the end. So it brought up a bunch of different aspects on how it really seemed like nature was against them to succeed. But in the end, they overcame all of those obstacles because they came together. 
Yeah, it was truly neat. And it kind of portrayed to that pilot. And she was just amazing at how, you know, and she just basically said, she goes, my passengers are who I am to take care of. And she was just so concerned about, I just need to get this plane back up in the air and, and get all these people back home safely. Because like you said, they had the hurricane coming in and stuff. And it was just watching that performance. It's just like, oh, how much more can these people endure? Because they were out of the United States soil. So they really didn't get all the communications on what would truly was all going on and happening. So they just truly felt lost. And that just brought on more fear within each of them to where they really had to turn towards each other to get through it. Yeah, I know I could keep talking on and on for hours about this show because right after I saw, I knew instantly that this was my favorite musical, my favorite performance because of how engaging it was with the music and stuff, but also because of the messages it portrayed. So I was really inspired by how it showed the beauty of human natures, how we help others and that can kind of help me transition into this next point that I know I talked on episode two about with Michael, but Mission Honduras is something that has been the greatest experience of my life. I think it was about two years ago that we went on it, but my dad here actually went with me on that trip. And I know that was something very special to me to have him go on. So I really want to kind of talk about now how we have helped others and show the emotions that we have felt while we've done that. Yeah, I had the privilege of being able to go with you, Joshua, experience this together. You and Michael have touched on this, and I don't want to repeat too much of it, but the big thing was just amazing to see how you kids change down there and how those people are so, so simple and so happy. And I think that's what really influenced you kids down there. Not only was it the mission down there, that was a big part of it, but so many people don't realize the amount of work that went into the prep leading up to the trip down there. We worked for 12 months before doing fundraisers, collecting stuff for these people down there. And so we could distribute stuff. And then back here, the community support, the outpouring, you know, the good feelings, the positivity of the people back here. And all we had to do was go down there, use our talents down there, bring the experience back home and share it with people. And that's all people wanted in return was just a little message of, okay, what did my good do for people down there? And the people were just overjoyed by it. And it was just such an amazing feeling. Yeah. Originally, I was just going to talk about how we experienced it when we were down there, but I love that you brought that up, the aspect of leading up to it and all the community support because when we went out to do those fundraisers to either get materials and supplies to distribute care packages or simply just raise money for us to go down there, it was amazing how willing people were to give whatever they had. We constantly had people contacting us saying, hey, I want to donate to you. I want to help these people down there. Or I have all of these supplies here that I went out and bought. I want this to go down to Honduras to help those people. It was just amazing how when people are presented with the opportunity to help others, they take advantage of it. Yeah, that was something I think as our community here, we can truly be proud of the support and stuff that we had for that, you know, and just me as not having gone, but just to see how much 
work, the whole group that went, how much work they put into it. And I mean, I was, I was just so proud of all of you to go down there and for you and dad to experience it together. I mean, that's something neither one of you will ever forget. And to know that you went down there together, hand in hand, and you used your time, you used your talents to help somebody that literally has nothing. I mean, that truly speaks loud and clearly as to the type of people you are and everybody that went down there. So it's just truly amazing. Yeah, it was really amazing to kind of experience how much joy it brought us in giving up my time and talents to these other people. Yes, that's right, Joshua. You gave up class time. I gave up work time. We gave up home time with mom and we went down there. Like you had said earlier, you had kind of researched this a little bit and thought you were prepared until you experience it. You cannot be prepared for it. And our simple talents were absolute joy for those people down there. I just love taking a handful of candy out and hand a little kid a piece of candy and they never had it before. But by God, it only took one time and then they knew what you had. Or back there to you. And even the adults, the adults, you know, candy down there is something out of the norm. You'd hand an adult a piece of candy and they'd get a big smile on their face. They'd be so happy and so proud. Before we left down there, I walked over to the neighbor. I gave him my hat that I wore down there to keep the sun off my ears and face, handed in my leather gloves. Something simple I have every day here that I use every day. He never had them. We couldn't speak to each other because I don't speak a lick of Spanish and he didn't speak a lick of English. But I tell you what, it's just the facial expressions back and forth. I made his day, but he didn't realize how much he made my day by accepting what I had to offer for him. Well, exactly. That brings up a really good point too of how, yes, we went down and did a mission trip. I'm not expecting people to go out and do that, but it's the little things that have the biggest impact. Like, yes, we went and built houses down there, but it was the little things of, like you said, giving candy out, giving out things that we have back home here that we can find on a regular basis. We're simply just giving our time to those people because the kids were extremely happy when you just gave your time to go play with them. Yeah. And, and with that too, I, I know just when both of you came back and stuff, I mean, I, I could just see it in both of you, how it, it truly spoke to the giving that you did, but there was also so much that you received back. I mean, it, it's so true that the quote that I think St. Francis of Assisi said is that for it is in giving that we are receiving and I think that speaks so highly in any aspect of any type of giving, no matter how big the giving, no matter how small the giving, whatever it may be, that the person giving truly is the one in some cases that receives the most out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like I have found that I get the most happiness when I help others, whether it's going on a mission trip or simply just like holding the door or being there to lend an ear to someone. I found that the most happiness comes when I help people who are in need. That's a very good point, Joshua. It doesn't have to be a major undertaking, like you had said. Just hold the door for somebody. Greet somebody with a smile. You don't have to say a word, just smile at them. Greet somebody with good morning, not morning, good morning. Or if somebody holds the door for me, offer a thank you. 
you know, a thank you can go a long ways to it. And that's a simple gesture. I've had the opportunity in my lifetime to help people out through the church. I was able to distribute communion to the shut-ins. It should only take only be a 10, 15 minute journey, but there's times I drop you guys off here at home. I go distribute communion. Two hours later, I'd come back. You know what? That was the best two hours that person ever had that week, probably. And all I had to do was sit there and visit with them. I took away just as much as they did. And they felt bad because they were taking up my time. And I always reassured them, you're not taking up my time. I'm taking up yours. I got so much reward out of that, along with the other community services we do. You know, whether you work with the church, whether you work with the school, whether you work with your community, do a little volunteer work, and that really helps. But yeah, I love that. Simply the gift of time. And with the present person, that's the simple thing that I want people to recognize and do, that helping others doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just to do something, just do anything, because it will help them in their life, but it will also help you in return. Yeah, that is so true, Joshua. Sometimes that um, just by going and helping someone, whether they may just be having a tough time or a rough day, just by offering them support, showing them that you care, it's just a reassurance to them for a better tomorrow for them. Absolutely. So to, to kind of wrap things up, like with all my guests, I have to ask you guys, what is your favorite quote? Well, I think you might have heard this one before, but this is one that I repeat to myself when I run into different people and everything. I am happy who you are for who you are, not for what people want you to be. And mine that I have, I have had this quote here for many years, and I uh, just kind of read it whenever um, things may not be going the way that I want it to go. And it is, our real blessings often appear to us in the shapes of pains, losses, and disappointments. But let us have patience, and we soon shall see them in their proper figures. Those are both beautiful. I love those quotes. I think I might actually have you guys send those quotes to me so I can read those on a daily basis. <laughs> but, but thank you guys so much for coming on. I had a blast and I know I could talk on for hours about this, but thank you guys so much for agreeing to come on to the podcast. It's our pleasure, Joshua. Yeah, truly enjoyed it. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and were able to recognize how inspirational helping others actually is. That has to be the positive point of the podcast for this episode, helping others. Now, I know in this episode, there was a lot of talk about dramatic ways you can help others, and those actions typically get a lot of praise from the media. However, sometimes it's the little things that matter most. Buying someone a coffee, going on a walk with them, listening to whatever they need to say, or even just holding the door open for someone behind you. I have found that by going out of my way to help someone and doing things that make their day a little better, that has, in return, made me all happy and proud inside. When we help others, we feel like we're making a difference, which is exactly what we're doing, and it gives us a sense of accomplishment. There's no feeling that compares to completely changing someone's life for the better because you went out of your way to help them. Now, I'm not expecting everyone to go build houses in a different country, 
or throw your body into a burning house. But what I'm trying to say is that even the smallest things can have the biggest impact. You don't write your life with words. You write it with actions. When someone does something for me, or I see someone help another person in a certain way, I'm inspired to do the same for others. Be that inspiration to the people around you. Be the one who steps up to the plate and makes the world better. Just as happiness is contagious, so is helping others. We can make excuses for being too busy and having too much going on. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to what's in your heart. Be that inspiration to the kids looking up to you. Be that inspiration to the stranger across the street. Go out of your way and help others. This week, I challenge you to do one act outside of your norm for others. Reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while and ask how they're doing. Go on a walk with a close friend. Or simply hold the door for someone while carrying a big old smile on your face. If you go out of your way to help someone, that won't only make you feel good, but it'll inspire others around you. Today, I challenge you to be the positive point to someone else's day. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at ThePositivePoi2. That's the positive P-O-I-2. Or Instagram at ThePositivePoint underscore podcast. Or send an email to ThePositivePointPodcast at gmail.com to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows, maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tiggis. And remember, keep it positive.